Hello there, and welcome to The Road to Nicaea, Christ, Creed, and Controversy in the Turbulent Fourth Century, part of the Earth and Altar Podcast Network. Supplemental, The Lost Aryan Sea Shanties. In last week's episode, you heard me mention that Arius was a composer of some renown, and apparently wrote a bunch of sea shanties that he would teach to the dock workers in Alexandria, which meant that the city was literally humming with the tune of heresy during his time there. Now, since then, I have heard from untold dozens of you asking me if we have any of these sea shanties today. Maybe you're saying, what do you mean, Ben? I've checked your social media, and literally nobody has asked you for that. Well, hush. All the requests were over email. And from friends in Canada that I met at summer camp, and and they don't have internet, and they're really shy, so you don't know them. Unless you're from Canada. Actually, these are friends from the Arctic Circle. Look, Look, okay, just stop asking questions. The point is that, due to the exigencies of history... All of Arius's compositions have been lost. We simply have no idea what tunes he used or how he communicated his theology to the masses. Until now. Using a groundbreaking new historical technique called making things up, I have recovered three heretofore lost Arian compositions for your listening pleasure. Protected by the substantial protections afforded to parodies under U.S. copyright law, and abetted by the finest of YouTube karaoke videos, I have brought these songs to life. So come and join me for this exciting historical reconstruction. But if that isn't enough for you, then come and hear my fantastic musical debut that friends and family are heaping with critical acclaim, with praise like... Oh! Oh, oh, uh, uh, mm, ha, <laughs> ha, ah, well, uh, that's, um, that's, that's really something, isn't it, Ben? And, hey, this, this, this is great, you're, uh, you're not quitting your day job, right? So, without further ado, let me present to you the first Aryan shanty. This one likely composed during the initial controversy when Arius was still resident in Alexandria. If you need this to be a more serious podcast, then look back to joining us next week when we'll resume the narrative. But otherwise, join us for this fanciful exploration of a sort of hymn, perhaps sung in Arius's churches, perhaps even by those dock workers. <clears throat> a hymn. There once was a son who came to be God from God by the will of his father so free, who all things made when all things fell from heaven he came down. Soon may the Son of God come, bringing hope and joy to everyone. He'll reveal the Father to us that he doesn't really know. For forty days his fast he bore, facing hunger, pangs, and thirsting sore. Temptations faced and overcome, he stood where others fell. 
Soon may the Son of God come, bringing righteousness to everyone. He obeys the Father for us, who he still doesn't get to know. Shining in light, mighty God he be, but he praises God with partial accuracy. For what begins can't understand that which from all ages was. Soon may the Son of God come, bringing not much knowledge to anyone. He's like the Father kinda, who nobody gets to know. On a cross he hung to show us love, in obedience to his Father above. Such radiant grace, such divine light, but in a different way than Dad. Soon may the Son of God come, bringing salvation to everyone. He'll bring the Father to us as much as he can show. Rising to life, his final grace, he ascended to his Father's place, then took his own at God's right hand, and we will follow him soon. Soon may the Son of God come, bringing heavenly joy to everyone. He'll praise the Father with us as the first created thing. As far as I've heard, his life goes on, his church is here, and his faith's not gone. So heed the Son of God's holy call, to acknowledge the Father above all. Soon may the Son of God come, bringing life and peace to everyone. He brought the Father to us, who he doesn't really know. Soon may the Son of God come, bringing salvation to everyone. He'll show the Father to us, though how it's hard to know. Arius's early work became more polemical as his controversy with Bishop Alexander escalated. Our next selection comes from this later period, perhaps his last composition before his dramatic ejection from Alexandria. It also shows the refinement and development of his thought as he presents here a condensed version of his theology, summing it all up in the simple complaint, The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. Well, my priest would often tell me when I was just a lad, The Son of God's a created thing, homoousius is bad. But now I've joined the clergy and our doctrine is so poor That the Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. The word is from not the Father unbegot. This is the ancient faith that priest before me taught. I'll get my sermons ready for a big doctrinal war. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. Well, the bishop of this mess, he says they are the same. Father and son equal in substance, glory and fame. Why can't he see there's only one without a time before? Or the father ain't the father ain't the father anymore. The word is from not the father unbegot. This is the Catholic faith the church before me taught. I'll get my sermons ready for a big doctrinal war. The father ain't the father ain't the father anymore.
There's degrees of godhood that go both up and down. The unbegotten Lord of all can't walk the world around. That's why the Son must be the less so God can be the more. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. The Word is from not the Father unbegot. This is the one true faith the church before me taught. I'll get my sermons ready for a big doctrinal war. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. They made up a bunch of words to seem like they are right. Homoousius, they cry, they prattle day and night. But this is utter nonsense and modalism more. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. The Word is from not the Father unbegot. This is the Catholic faith the Church before me taught. I'll get my sermons ready for a big doctrinal war. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. Heretical dance break. Heretical stop time. Kicked out of my church, and that's my bleeding lot. And Alexander's cursing every aspect of my thought. So to Bithynia I will go, swear on some foreign shore. The father's still the father, just like he was before. The word is from not the father unbegot. This is the one true faith the church before me taught. I'll get my sermons ready for a big doctrinal war. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. The Word is from not the Father unbegot. This is the one true faith the church before me taught. I'll get my sermons ready for a big doctrinal war. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. The Father ain't the Father ain't the Father anymore. The father ain't the father ain't the father anymore. Hey! Arius was also a composer in numerous musical genres, and in his later years of exile, he turned to a moodier, more introspective style of music. In what literally nobody but me refers to as his Midnight's Era, he composed the following self-introspective ballad, in which he wondered as to who was really at fault in the Nicene Controversy. God has this thing where he goes on and on and never changes. Midnight's the same as afternoon. So when his unique glory's given to another being, the Father weeps with unmatched gloom. I won't leave bishops to their own devices. They produce crisis and vices, the church's own license. Ecclesiastical and minds. I'm preaching, keening, and screaming to stop the spirit from leaving our holy church without meaning. For the last time, it's me. Why am I the problem? It's me. This creed, crime, total fate accompli. 
I'll praise and magnify the Son, just never say he's equal to the Father's glory. Have I been decreed the anti-hero? Sometimes I feel like everyone is just a big dumb baby, thinking I'm some monster on the hill. Too right to hang out with the homo CN crowd, exiled from home but preaching still. Can you hear their covert modalism? They cover with syllogisms in their weird fanaticism. Doctrine's worse than mine. I'm preaching, keening, and screaming to stop the spirit from leaving our holy church without meaning. For the last time, it's me. Why am I the problem? It's me. This creed, crime, total fate complete. I'll praise and magnify the Son, just never say he's equal to the Father's glory. Have I been decreed the anti-hero? I have this dream, Constantine will kill me for the discord he thinks I've caused with my ill will. The bishops gather round my tombstone, Athanasius yells out, He's laughing up at us from hell. It's me. Why am I the problem? It's me. It's me. Why? I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Hi. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. Well, except the UCBI. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. I'm the problem, this it's creed, me. Crime, crime, total fate accomplished. I'll praise and magnify the sun, just never say he's equal to the Father's glory. I've just been decreed the anti hero. And with those final words, we must leave Arius for the moment. Even a novel historical technique like making things up can only take us so far, and there are limits as to how many parodies one tired church history podcaster can come up with. So next time, we return to a somewhat more serious look at the Emperor Constantine, whose conversion to Christianity will take the whole controversy in a more imperial and decidedly less musical direction. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please remember to give us a review and rating on your podcast app of choice. I may even do another musical episode if you liked it. And if you didn't like it, please give us a good review anyway. That way I'll be more inclined to listen to your request to please not inflict another musical episode on you. Thanks. See you next time. This is an Earth and Alter Podcast Network production. For more podcasts and weekly articles, visit us at earthandaltermag.com.